mama friend. Welcome to the Mama Mindset Podcast. I'm your host and creator, Amy Cothran. Thank you so much for listening today to everybody that's been listening. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you. I love the connections that I'm making with people and the relationships that I'm building. I appreciate it so, so much. I'd like to take a minute today to just encourage you to share these episodes with another mama friend. Um, It really helps us, like I've said in the past, to grow this podcast and really by growing this podcast, I don't know if everybody fully understands this, but by being able to grow the podcast, I can actually have other people on the show. There's a list of people that I would love to have on the show to bring you additional content in areas of expertise that I'm not capable of bringing you. A lot of them have thresholds. A lot of them have minimum downloads and episodes that you have to have as a as a podcast in order to come onto the show. So by growing this together, I can really bring you more value. And that's the whole point, right? Is to bring value to you, to other moms, and really help us all grow. Because essentially what we're trying to do is grow our futures. We're trying to raise our children in the best ways possible. The best way to do that is by growing ourselves, to improve ourselves. It's not a parenting podcast. This is a self-development podcast. Everything that we're doing is for ourselves to improve our lives and in turn improving the lives of the beautiful children that we're raising. So one of the best ways to do that is by growing this And that takes you. (laughs) That takes each and every one of you sharing this, inviting new moms, and growing our tribe in that way. And by doing so, like I said, I can invite some really amazing people on the show and have these awesome conversations with them. We've already had several amazing people on the show. I've loved the interviews and the value that they've brought to myself, not only myself, but to you. And it's inspired me in a lot of ways. And that's a lot of the point of this as well is to inspire people to try new things and to do things differently or better. And that is happening to me. And so I'm changing, I'm improving. It's a constant it's a constant evolvement. So please go ahead and share it today. If you find value in this, also ratings and reviews help as well. Today's episode is something that I want to talk about as things are starting to open up and things are getting, you know, I don't want to say back to normal because what is normal, but this new normal is, you know, all the restrictions are lifting and I see, I'm witnessing, you guys, I am witnessing people go friggin' balls to the walls with opening back up and doing some reflection in our family, Brad and I, we have even faced this struggle as well as things are opening up and we're starting to be a little more confident in social settings and We're also wanting to see friends and family and do all of the things and there's more opportunities to do things right now than there was a year ago. And so we recently just came across that in 
regards to activities with the kids. So we're in the middle of gymnastics and then soccer is an option. So of course we signed them up for soccer so that they can get back to socializing with kids within our communities. So I was overly confident thinking, yeah, I can do all of this. I can do soccer on Tuesday, gymnastics on Wednesday, and soccer again on Thursday for both kids. No problem, you know, and cart Lily around through all of it. And they're in opposite directions of our house. Both are about a half hour away in opposite directions. So Tuesday night, I would go a half hour one way. Wednesday night, I'd go a half hour the other way. Then Thursday night, I'd go a half hour back the other way. And all of those nights, we're not getting home until at least seven o'clock. So we're not getting home until bedtime. But I was like, yeah, I could do this. It's only one month worth of three activities, three days a week, back to back, no problem. And then two days before we were supposed to start all of this, I was like, what the fuck am I thinking? I can't do this. There's no point in doing this. It's supposed to be fun. They're seven and five. This is supposed to be fun. Why would I put my family through this? I know that the girls want to do it, but is that really what's best for them? It's my job to not only provide opportunities for them, but it's also my job to make sure that this is what's best for them. And I don't think what's best for them, what I decided, is to do these activities three days a week, back to back to back, and for an entire month. And that's something that I feel like the kids could probably handle. It's something that I feel like we could probably handle. But do we need to just handle it? Shouldn't we just really enjoy it and embrace it? So it was super easy for us to be like, no, like the kids need to get back into seeing people and we can do this and blah, blah, blah. And then we had to really go back to what our core values are as a family. And we've always said, especially when the kids are young, one activity at a time. So I called gymnastics and I said, listen, I know that we've already paid, but can you keep this on um, a credit basis and we will call you in a month, maybe it's two months, and we'll get back to it in a month or two. And they were totally fine with that. So in a month or two, we'll go back to gymnastics, which is something they love. And let me tell you something. It was really difficult for me to explain that to Gracie, my oldest, because she had her heart set on doing both. She loves gymnastics. But soccer was an opportunity for her to see her local friends, our local community. And she was really excited about that. And it was up to me as her mom and Brad, as her dad, to say, no, we're not doing all of these activities. And Olivia takes things like that a little easier than Gracie does, but we, so it was hard, but we made the decision to do that. And we had that conversation. And as her parents, we are doing what's best for her. So as birthday parties start to open up, I've noticed parents going and doing more than they typically do in the past because they're almost like, making up for whatever last year entailed um, and the lack of celebrations and the lack of parties and things like that. And for us, it was really one of the most beautiful things about last year was being able to simplify these different celebrations and then really embrace what you're celebrating. So instead of doing the, you know, the big birthday parties and these big over-the-top celebrations where people are spending money and time and stress and all of that 
for a simple birthday party, um, everybody was just spending it as a family. And I just want to encourage you to take some of the things that we've learned, some of the things that we've all learned this last year and the things that we've been able to provide for our families and continue that. I'm not saying you need to stay, you know, shut in and live like a hermit and do those things, but I am saying to ease back into it. It is okay to say no. We had these boundaries that were given to us, right? We were required to follow. And once those boundaries are down, it's hard for us to say no. It's hard for us to say, we're actually going to be home this weekend. We're not going to be able to make it. We're actually not going to do all of these activities. And these are the reasons why. Before, it was actually easier. Like, oh, Soccer isn't an option. Birthday parties aren't an option because, you know, the state is telling us we can't do these things. And we had these boundaries given to us, which so many people actually determined they loved. Once everybody, even the extroverts, you know, kind of figured out how to be home and how to live in this way, a lot of people really embraced it. And my guess is, a lot of you really kind of loved it also. I just encourage you to stick to your guns. Live your life with your family the way you want to live it. And don't say yes to be to everyone. You don't have to be the people pleaser. If anybody ever has a problem with you not showing up to something or committing to something or being involved in something, that problem is not yours. That problem is theirs. This problem is with their thoughts and feelings and their mindset. It is not with yours. You make the decision to do things as a family and it's up to them to react or respond however they want. And if they respond negatively or if they don't support that, that is literally not your problem. It is not your fault and you have to change nothing. It is their fucking problem. And it may cause some conflict, you know, it may cause issues with your mother-in-law or your family or friends. If you say no, or we are spending it as a family, or we are not showing up to five, six different activities in a weekend, we're choosing one day, one thing to do, one family to see, and then Sunday is our day of rest for example. Okay. Just an example. And maybe your one activity is going back to church and that's it. And then the rest of that Saturday and Sunday, you're home to work on your house, you know, focus on your family. I really think it's a a detriment to the family dynamic to overcommit, to overextend. And I see that happening now as things are opening up is people are feeling the pressure to overextend in a way because they feel like they need to make up that lost time. And you don't need to do that, okay? You need to embrace that time that you had and learn from that and learn from the time that you were together and didn't have to say yes. And you were forced to take a step back. For us, we 
like I said, we already notice that right off the bat in trying to overextend ourselves and overcommit. We have family that's pulling us this way and friends that are pulling us that way. And it's really difficult to decide where you want to spend your time. But let me tell you, the most important place that you can spend your time always and forever is at home with your kids. You don't have to go out to spend that quality time. In fact, the more you go out and the more that you do, the less quality time you have with them. So I encourage you, strongly encourage you to really, truly figure out where your values are and where your boundaries are and stick with those boundaries that aren't forced upon you by a global pandemic. The boundaries that you want to create for your family. I loved this idea of a bubble in the midst of the pandemic. We created a bubble and it was a small group of people. I know a lot of people did that, you know, these pods, these bubbles. And I loved that. We created our own little bubble of people that we were allowing ourselves to be around. And yeah, it was hard at times because we didn't really stray from outside that bubble. But what it really taught us was cultivating relationships within that bubble. Instead of overextending ourselves to so many other people, we were able to cultivate relationships, good relationships within those bubbles. So like grandparents on both sides were part of our bubble. We had um, like two, three families that we were um, allowing ourselves to be around because they also kind of had like a very, very close bubble. And keep in mind, I know people are listening to this from all over the world actually. And I know that that looked different for a lot of different areas. You know, if you were in a highly populated area, a lot of people didn't have bubbles. They were stuck just at home. We had the availability in the area that we are in of less significant cases and less significant numbers, which gave us the ability and the confidence to be around a few people. But we did have complete shutdown times. You know, in that way, we do all have the same um, experiences, but we did have this bubble of families and we were able to really cultivate our relationships within them. And we didn't spend a lot of time with all of those people. But when we were feeling the pull and the need to see people or kind of fill that bucket, we had a few individuals we were able to do that with. And those relationships really, really grew. Those relationships really developed. I honor that. I loved that aspect of what the pandemic brought to us as a family. In the last year, we now know what we need as a family and what really serves us best. And I think a lot of people would say, well, what serves us best is getting out and socializing. But I don't think that that gives you the opportunity as a family, even if you're a family of extroverts, I don't think that gives you the time to work on the things that you need to work on as a family and reflect on things as a family. It doesn't give you the opportunity to have some of those 
big conversations that we talk about having in that reflective time. So I encourage you to, yeah, get out there, go see people, go sign up for soccer and do some of those activities and those things, but take it slow. Take it one step at a time. Don't do everything all at once. Don't overcommit. Don't overextend yourself. Take a peek at your calendar and maybe you pick out a couple things during the week. Maybe you choose a couple of things to do out of the month and that's it. Be aware and be present with what you and your family need the most within that time and do not go balls to the walls. Just don't do it. It's You're going to get burnt out. That's what's going to happen. And I'm really already seeing it. I'm really already seeing that within a lot of families where they're overextended, they're overcommitted, and now it's just like it was before. And they're wanting to go back to, you know, being able to say no. And that comes just with confidence in yourself and the confidence that you have within in your family. You have to be able to stand up for what is most important to you and for you and figure out what the needs are within your family. Don't be a people pleaser. You don't have to do that. To be a confident mom, to be a confident parent, you have to do what's best. And that means saying no to people. I'm sorry. Like that's that's just literally what you have to do, you know? And I mean, I'm not saying you you know, have to give like that fuck off, (laughs) you know, you don't have to do that. You just have to be really honest. And I can almost guarantee you that the most important people in your life and the ones that love you the most will honor that and will respect that. And for our example with gymnastics, with Gracie and soccer, I just, we had an honest conversation with her, with what we were capable of doing as a family and what we were capable of doing within our time constraints. I explained to her the amount of work that it takes to travel and to do these things and participate in all of these activities. And she, she gets it. She, she really understood it. Now, is she still a little bit disappointed that she couldn't do all of it? Absolutely. I'm sure she is. That's, that's just what's going to happen, but she understands it. And I think the people that matter to you most, your friends, your family, you know, extended family, things like that, they're going to understand it and they're going to honor that and they're going to be respectful of that. If you, and you don't even have to overly explain it, but you just have to say, we need our time as a family. End of discussion. Okay. If they do have a problem with that, again, that's their problem, you guys. You don't have to give in because they're upset with you because you're not going to participate in this. You do not have to give in ever. Do what's best for you. And I'm giving you the permission right now to tell them no with no explanation. If they have a problem with that, if they have a problem with you saying no, that is their problem only. It is not up to you to make them happy. It is not up to you to provide them with entertainment and joy for you being there. Those are issues that they have to work through on their own independently. I encourage you, take it slow, ease back into this reopening phase. Don't rush in and say yes to everything. All of those opportunities to spend time with other people will still be there. 
The idea of FOMO, (laughs) fear of missing out, is very strong right now. And I guarantee you that you're not missing out on anything. What you are missing out on by saying yes and overextending yourself is your family, is your children, and the opportunities to spend that quality time with them. Again, please remember that I believe in you, I care about you, and I am so incredibly proud of you. Thank you so much for listening today. I encourage you to share this with another mama friend, share this on your social media page, and let's make sure that everybody is doing their part to live their best life and spread positivity within the world because we are raising this future. We are raising the future generations to be the best humans possible. So we want to encourage other mamas to do the same. Thank you again for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.